Welcome to Unsuitable on Ray Radio, the award-winning financial services and business advisory podcast that challenges your old-school business practices and the traditional business suit culture. Our guests are industry professionals and experts who will challenge you to think beyond the suit and tie while offering you meaningful modern solutions to help you enhance your company's growth. I'm your host, Dave Kane. Locally owned family businesses are the backbone of the American economy, and we are so fortunate to be able to work with many of these type of businesses at Ray and Associates. One of the really great things about working with these type of businesses is the excitement and satisfaction that comes when businesses successfully passes through multiple generations. For a parent to be able to pass the legacy of business ownership onto their children is a great moment, but it also brings some unique challenges. Today's guest will help us identify what these challenges are and what multi-generational business owners can do to maintain equality among children while addressing the concerns of some of their long-term employees. Kevin Monahan has traveled a long way to be here today, and we're so glad he did. As the owner of Intuitive Compensation Group based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, Kevin works with businesses that struggle through these multi-generational challenges. He also understands how important it is to work with long-term employees to achieve as close to a win-win scenario as possible. This is the first of a special two-part series with Kevin. On our next episode, we will dive into the topic of the golden handcuffs and their impact on employee retention. We're going to challenge your old-school business practices as it pertains to compensation and incentives for your employees. Here we go. Welcome to Unsuitable, Kevin. Hey, you found your voice. That was good. Oh, boy. You know, thanks for saving me. Thanks for saving me. Uh, appreciate you making the, the travel up to Columbus, Ohio. It was fun. You know, as an entrepreneur yourself, and we love to talk to entrepreneurs on, uh, on Ray Radio, tell me a little bit about your company. Sure. So I'll give you the brief how I got to where we are and, and what we do, but we had a brief stint in comedy. So we worked on television show, The Office. And I always say, sometimes when talking about compensation, you need a little bit of comedy. Then we brought, um, I went overseas. I worked on a, I ran a consulting company over there and we worked with business partners where there was forced partnerships. So overseas sure. in, in China, you had American and Chinese people and then who owned companies together. And Came back to the U.S. and and really wanted to figure out where where our our niche was going to be best served. And we found that in in while it's may not be forced partnerships, uh, a lot of families have these types of issues in there, such as you know I've got children or child in the business. Some children might not be in the business. How do we how do we do this correctly, keeping the family together and making sure that that everybody's sure. good? You know, I love the name Intuitive Compensation Group. Great name. Where did you come up with that? I think subliminally, a good friend of mine works at Intuitive Surgical Group, and I, uh, I must have had it in there a little bit, and and it came out that way. But uh, no, I, I, it was just a description of what we did. Somebody told me once, in the name of your business, tell people what you do, and you absolutely do. So, but, you know, <laughs> let's dig into this. Uh, you know, family businesses. That's the first part of. Uh, our series about family-owned businesses and how you keep the uh, the peace, if you will. And, um, you know, over over the period at Ray, Ray has uh, worked with many family businesses and and you guys have, have done as well. So we know the challenges. The challenges are, are broad. Yes, they are. And so let's start with, you know, uh, how do you how do you set up a compensation system in a family-owned business that, you know, let's just start there. So you've got to realize the you know, the conflicts of interest that exist between the the both sides. So a business owner, whether a child's in the business or not, has to position themselves for 
the best success for the company, keeping in mind what's best for them. And that's typically, we've got to be able to keep the company, but the company has to be prepared to sell itself just in case. So that could be, for a lot of people, the best and, and, and largest exit. But selling the company can really upset a, a child who is planning on taking it over. Same token is how do you transfer it? So if you're, if you're going to keep it, but you're then going to start communicating how it's going to go to the child, how to fairly do that and pass that because a child can get egotistical. They can think that their way is better and vice versa. On the other side, they can think that staying the same is better. And how do you handle that, that over time? So how do you position to transfer this that can give both sides clarity, but at the same time, keep it fair, even though the business, even though the parent or parents have to take care of themselves at, sure. at first as well. Sure. When you, you talk about being fair, there in in you know, there's a general discussion there. Let's say that you have a family business where there's three kids. You know, one is uh, totally qualified to run the business; the other two, not so much. And is that where your group can come in and kind of develop a strategy to keep it fair? Right. So in that scenario, let's just say they're all three are in the business. Is one is a leader and another may not be. So how do you use compensation packages that everybody understands maybe who is a, a leader? And, and let's assume there's no power struggle right. between the children. Let's just say they're, they're agreeable that one person is suitable to lead for it. How can mom and dad position the other two children to say, hey, this is a fair way of putting something away for maybe us or them that's on top of it that protects the business, keeps us all on good terms, and has clarity around it so that we know and, and can move forward with confidence that this would be something that we can get behind. You also want to have a little bit of flexibility depending on the scenario so that if somebody rises to the occasion, so a lot of times we'll have a 35-year-old, who, 40-year-old who's, who's in there running it, and there's a 23-year-old in college who's more concerned about the cocktail hour that, sure. that, than he is about running the business. But what if? What if that person comes in and, and can rise as a leader and, and be important? So you want to leave some flexibility in, in there as well. You know, I think you and I both run across situations where this is, um, you know, this is difficult. It sounds easy as you and I talk about it, but putting it into play can be extremely complicated and challenging. Right. Very. And, and there are a lot of conflicts of interest. What we find is typically addressing the conflicts of interest and it typically in front of people uh, helps alleviate and, and make people aware of why they should move forward rather than getting caught down in the details. So as we were talking before, a lot of times the, the thing that we do best or we bring to the table best is the ability to draw out what's important to everybody right. and right. then come and, and find a solution to address their concerns, but that, that everybody can get behind so that they can have that clarity that they need to maintain their family relationships. No, so really what you're... What you're um um, kind of what we're talking about is getting to know the family by business dynamic and the internal uh, family power struggles that exist. And that's what uh, your company can do is draw that out. Yep. But and most importantly, find a solution. Yes, or help them help them through the process. So while our solution may not be the the one that works, we want to leave everybody in a better position than than where we started from. So we will we do find out that sometimes it's best if somebody leaves and maybe that doesn't include anything else. And and that has to be on the table for everybody to, to know that they can go through it and to hear it. And you have to have somebody who can deliver it to them in a way that tough love, if, if you will, or a lot of reasoning behind it that makes them understand why. So that's interesting. Let's, uh, let's stay there for a second. Let's say there is a kid 
that needs to leave the business. Very challenging. And got any words of wisdom for us there? Sure. Let me use maybe a, an example of oh, a I love story. Yeah, we got stories. So we have a we have one where there was a three children and one wanted control and it wasn't going to happen. However, some planning had already been been done where they already owned uh, a substantial amount of the company to the point where it was an issue, but refused to do anything about it until there. But was receiving a, a lot of pay, and so what we had to do was use compensation to position that person to be bought out. But a lot of times, especially when you're fighting about equity and, and where you stand in the future, we always say, instead of agreeing on it, it's easy to start positioning people where you have that flexibility. So nobody's too committed, but you start positioning everybody towards success. And then it becomes easier when it's there, when you're looking at, ex- at exchanging something that's been building up over time. And sometimes time helps. You can get started on another project and then it's not as important. Uh, but sometimes the solution is positioning people for where everybody needs to be rather than making those commitments today, which is where you see a lot of conflict right. destroy family relationships. In uh, our experience, both uh, yours and mine, probably the number one factor is getting the family to realize, hey, there's there's a potential issue here. And you see that as a growing concern? A ability, an ability for a business owner to... I don't see it as a growing concern, but I see it as a, a common, a commonality is a business owner knows that their lack of commitment today for, for the future in 10 years, I always put it this way to them. You wouldn't buy a house in Florida on the coast today for 10 years into the future, but you might save up for it. So just as a lot of planning happens for, for these family businesses, the same, the same principle holds true is the business owner knows that you're probably best not committing today to something 10 years in the future, which is what makes it so hard for the child is that's what they want. They want to know exactly what's in it for them. But to give people the ability to position for the success, I think is what what makes the difference. And our ability to help families get the confidence around, right. which is usually a money savings, some type of plan or change for from what they were doing to moving forward helps. And, and as long as it's a small step that has the flexibility, it's easier to put yourself in that position. You know, um, I, I got a question just dying to ask you. You know, you have a background in comedy and you worked in the writer's room for uh, the office and uh, parks and recreation. And uh, how did you go from being a writer to a consultant in uh, compensation and incentives and financial planning. Believe it or not, my father was in the compensation business. So I always said I was going to come back. Now, it sounds good to say I was working in the writer's room, but I was I was literally the guy getting the coffee for everybody. Oh, uh, you were the gopher? Yeah, I was the gopher okay, in the writer's room. now it comes out. Yeah, so I wanted to be a comedian. I said, I'd give it four years, and if I don't become a, a comedy writer, I've got to go do something else. And I think I was, I was interviewing at AIG and MetLife this was right before the crisis. And I, I just went, boy, I'm going to sit at this desk all day and I'm just going to regret not leaving my job. Right. I said, I've got to go do something extraordinary. So I went to China and believe it or not, we found that this type of compensation structures between people was a was bringing us in front of the, the some of the toughest problems to handle. And in China, what was really unique was I would go in Keep in mind, a lot of the, the partners, English was their second or third language. So I would draw stick figures on the board, get everybody laughing, and everybody understood what was going on. So it was I was forced to keep things very simple in what can often be 
very complex, complex yeah. situation. So from drawing amoebas and, and a story of amoeba floating down a creek to uh, you know stick figures with buckets in between them and, and kids fighting over sandboxes with wizards, believe it or not, that stuff and the comedy aspect goes farther than reason, numbers, and data. Well, you just told our listeners that you're a very creative person looking for creative solutions in family businesses and other related businesses. Correct. In uh, doing some research before uh, our, our meeting today, I, I took a look at your website. If you don't mind, could you share your your web information with our listeners? Sure. Intuitivecompensation.com is our website. So if you go to intuitivecompensation.com, we have some we can't do testimonials because of some of the licensing that we have. Sure. However, we put some stories on there so you can get a sense of, of what we do. And family planning is one of the stories that we, we have on there. And how do you balance children power to, you know, because you have business owners that are leaving a $5 million business to one child. And if, if the average business owner has 80% of their wealth in that business, the other three children who are maybe a teacher, a vet, and, and homeless, I don't know. What, <laughs> yeah. what are they, what, you know, they feel, you're leaving a child feeling like, I don't know, deprived of, of love or, or so forth. Right. And it can create right. conflict in families. So some of the planning has to go beyond just the, the simple dynamics of who's in the business, but it's got to be relevant to the story of the family and, and how do you keep everybody together? Right. You know, many of our uh, listeners on the podcast are business owners and uh, uh, generational uh, business owners as well. You know, and, and this topic is obviously very sensitive, you know, very delicate. Probably the most thing, it's it's hard to get started. You know, if I'm struggling with that and, and you know, want to have further conversations with you, how do I get started? Sure. So two ways you can go to our website, intuitivecompensation.com, or you can give us a call to get on our, our calendar, which is one eight seven 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 zero learn That's 877-70-53276. Oh, okay. Okay. And we'll uh, get those published as well, because uh, again, I, I think in, in, and I hope you concur that the hardest thing is just getting started. It is. And that's the point. You have to, you have to bring the most value quickly. And, and I always say what I do is like conception. You've got to make them feel that it's okay to start planning this stuff and, that, and give them the confidence to start having those conversations. And then they'll start to drive it because w- when you put it in a way that makes it a, a very comfortable and that you can maintain that flexibility that that you probably should want to anyway as a, as a business owner they start feeling confident to explore and that's when it it starts they start liking the process in your experiences you travel across the united states with us you have story after story and no two are alike everything's different nope from los angeles to alaska to portland maine to florida we every 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 industry has these these issues and they're all unique to that that family. And hey, look, I own a family business. I'm going to make this easy. Got three kids in the business. I'm going to pay them all equal. What do you think of that? Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Huh? What the the produ- the productive one will uh, start his own hey, firm and you compete know, against you. Hey, you know, yeah, <laughs> hey, you know what? It's a good Thanksgiving dinner. Good yeah. conversation. Nobody's uh, hacked off. Yes, it's uh, That's two, easy of, two of them will show up. That's the easy way out. And if we're all paid equal? You can try. It didn't work well for Cuba. but Yeah, yeah. And and kind of tongue-in-cheek on that, we know that that's, that's not the answer. That's the easy way out, I would think. 
Yeah, it, you know, every you have to address it, and and people are looking for leadership around compensation, and so bringing ideas that can help business owners, uh, whether it's family dynamics or not, help understand what's important to to everybody else. So what we see a lot today is. Time is the best asset. Uh, people are very aware of, of how much time and, and what's in it for me. There's a lot more working together than there's ever been before in cultures and, and challenging each other. So people want a sense of ownership and people want a sense of uh, what's in it for me is, is the simplest question that I can, I can boil it down to. And our, our compensation packages help people explore what those look like and, and our process helps explore what structuring it can do for, for them. You know, on uh, next week's episode of uh, Unsuitable, we're going to talk about golden handcuffs. So, you know, we'll dig into that a, a little bit deeper. But, uh, you know, on, the, um, on this family business, um, talk to me a little bit about industry-specific. Is there, is there any industry where this works better than others? No, I, I've, even myself, I'm in different coaching organizations with and a broad range of, of business owners. And what we find is that from dealing with employees to payrolls to a lot of the, th- the marketing aspects of it, more and more, it's, it's very similar across the way. I think that's why you see the growth of even private equity buying a doctor's firm on one hand and a manufacturing company on another hand and a veterinarian for, sure. another, is that there's a lot of similarities between them. And then more so is the uniqueness between the people than anything else. So while the industries might have a, a lot of similarities, it's the people that are all always different. What advice do you have for dad or mom, the business owners? When do they get started in this process? Is there is there one thing that's better than the other? No, I would say a general observation. This isn't statistically proven or anything. This is just where we tend to see it, is that 52 happens to be the age that most people start wanting to address this. And it's my theory behind it is, I, and I know myself, so 40 is, is I always want to be in control and I like being in control. And I like the hustle. I like, I like working hard. I enjoy it. Somewhere around 50, people go, well, I've been working hard for a long time now. And they don't feel, you know, 50 doesn't feel it. But then 51 or 52 starts going, I've got 10 years before I want to remove myself. What does it look like? What's it starting to look like? And how does that start to play out? So there's the earlier, the better, like planting a tree or going to cocktail sure. hour. Earlier, the better. Sure. <laughs> but it's, uh, but the, uh, Come early, leave the, late, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's the uh, right. That's it's almost too many business owners yeah. want to leave very, very late. But it's it tends to be that age that starts prompting the thinking naturally, and then it just becomes kind of honing in on on how do we go about this, and finding somebody that can help you through it. And each person's different. They got to find somebody who can age fifty two. Let me do some quick math. That would be maybe the kids are just out of college, just graduated from college. Time to make a change. <laughs> Young and 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 they're coming into the business as well, which for a lot of family dynamics might might be another triggering point. How difficult is it to sit down with a business owner and say, yeah, you know, after doing the analysis, the kid maybe just isn't suited to join the business? So great, great observation. Uh, we we find a lot of times that there is that element of. It, but somewhere before the child has come into the business and before they've developed their own skill set to be able to run the business, there's usually somebody who's about 40 in between the two. And he's going, I have helped build this. I have done a lot for, for this organization. I'm not working for a 23-year-old that I heard the stories about them at college. I heard that they're out at night uh, coming in and they're sluggish the next day. 
So a lot of what we we then say is if they're not ready, how do you position the company to continue running while they get ready? And and how do you face that reality? And what's fair for the people trying to come into it that keeps that middle person in, in play? So you got to treat them like an owner because they're they're already worried. They're already thinking about what's next because I'm not working for for them. So how do you keep it fair for them? And how do you give that time for that development to happen? Yeah, I have a good point. I want to expand on that a little bit. But yeah, you know, we're talking about bringing kids in the business, but at the same time, you know, you have key employees that are running, playing a big part in the success of the business. Got to take care of them as well. Right. And sometimes the kids maybe take that job or step over. That's a pretty tough dynamic. Very tough. And it's not a good feeling. And that's where we say, as an owner, you've got to, like anything else, you would put a lot of, if you owned a CPA firm, you'd spend a lot of time learning tax laws, what the problems are. You'd spend a lot of studying time. Compensation should be the same way as how do we do this? You should, you should go through processes to learn what's out there so that you can bring it to them instead of being reactionary. And that's where we find a lot of the problems are is most people are reactionary versus taking a leadership role and bringing them a solution so that they don't have to worry about it. Sure, sure. And, uh, you know, have any other uh, stories in the closing minutes we have here, good, bad, or... Ugly? No, I. we were talking before the show. I, I uh, Maybe this follows me too closely, but when I came out one day and, and my truck was spray painted a little bit on the left panel because the Mercedes next to me was covered in, in orange paint. And uh, it was very interesting when we found out what it was. It was he had started working at his father's business and the manager who was in there had uh, taken... Uh, a little... Didn't know how to express himself, but perhaps that's the the way it came out. So people under you as a business owner, people under you aren't going to know how to communicate that this is an issue for them. Sure. So being being upfront to take steps to try to address it, I think is always the best solution. Okay. Let's close with uh, action plan. Certainly, uh, you know, our listeners can uh, contact us, get your contact information. That's one action plan. But uh, somebody, uh, one of our listeners is in this position. What's What's an action plan for the next six months? You know, it starts with, for us, it starts with uh, getting on our calendar and telling us your story, uh, that that f- just hearing the story of what you're looking at, what are some of the things you've been thinking, what are some of the challenges that are out there will allow us to tell you if, if what we do is a good fit. And if it's not something that we can help with uh, because we're in this space, we know a lot of other people. So we might be able to help point you in the right direction. You know, as a consultant, you're a good listener. That's what you do. You listen to the story. Yep, exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Every situation is different. There's there's no boilerplate here. Correct. And I think you pointed that out. Our guest today has been Kevin Moynihan, and uh, really enjoyed our conversation today. It's always good and hard to make everybody happy in a family business situation, but you hit on some great solution and provided some good insight that others may not have considered before. Listeners, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Unsuitable, and I hope you take a minute to like it and share it But more importantly, I hope you turn into next week's episode and hear Kevin's perspective on the concept of golden handcuffs and their impact on employee retention. In the meantime, go take a look at Kevin's website at www.intuitivecompensation.com to learn more about the company. Or if you have questions, email Kevin directly at kmonahan at financialguide.com. Thanks again for joining us today, Kevin. Thank you for having me. Until next week, I'm Dave Kane, encouraging you to loosen up your tie and think outside the box. 
The views expressed are those of Kevin Monahan. The information provided is not intended and should not be construed as specific tax or legal advice. Neither Intuitive Compensation Group nor Kevin Monahan provides tax or legal advice. You should seek advice from your own tax or legal professional for such guidance. Kevin Monahan is an agent of Massachusetts Mutual Life Insurance Company, Mass Mutual, Springfield, Massachusetts. Intuitive Compensation Group is not a subsidiary or affiliate of Mass Mutual. The views expressed on Unsuitable on Ray Radio are our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of Ray and Associates. The podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to replace the professional advice you would receive elsewhere. Consult with a trusted advisor about your unique situation so they can expertly guide you to the best solution for your specific circumstance.